Welcome to the Creative Assist Podcast. I'm your host, Dexter, and I appreciate you for tuning in. This is the podcast where I interview creatives, entrepreneurs, artists, writers, just builders of things, and I aim to give you their insight, knowledge, experience, and more in the field that they're in. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Creative Assist, and it's at C-R-E-A-T-V-A-S-S-I-S-T, or you can find us at creativeassist.com. In today's episode, I sit down and I talk with Rich Rembrandt. I hope I got his last name right. But um, <laughs> we just sit down and we talk about how creatives are at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to making our money and, uh, you know, how we're perceived as, you know, you know, as producers in society and what we can do to change that, right? To flip the narrative and, you know, start to really earn what we deserve um, and how we can take advantage of all these personal branding, right? Like follow the systems of, uh, you know, e-commerce or knowledge commerce. And by knowledge commerce, I'm talking about courses, you know, workshops, um, you know, all these different things that we see entrepreneurs do, right? Like how come we can't do that? So this is just about finding out our systems and, you know, implementing it that way and using our creativity, using our artwork, our photography, our, you know, our paintings, our writings, whatever it may be, because uh, we might as well, right? We might as well. So really good, uh, really good conversation, man. Uh, thank you, Rich, for coming on. Anyway, guys, uh, there's plenty of value in this one. I know you're going to enjoy it. So let's get into it. Okay, great. And we're live. What is going on, Rich? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty well, man. Shit, honestly, I'm just waking up. Like, I woke up maybe like a half hour ago. You can probably still hear it in my voice. I got the do rag on still. Hey, but we we out here though. Hey, I'm in the same exact mood except I woke up ten minutes ago, <laughs> fifteen minutes ago. But uh, yeah, we're all good to go, man. I'm glad we finally got this set up. It's no uh background noise today with the chainsaws and shit. Oh yeah, chainsaws. But they're uh, they're working on the apartments next door. What what happened? they're like doing the roof they're cleaning the uh windows and like brick and stuff i don't know what they're doing all i know is like it's like some matrix stuff set up in the middle of the building um and like they're just going to work monday through friday (laughs) yeah like i can't even i don't i've i really don't even know what they're doing because they've been doing it for like the past uh Damn, maybe two months, man. It's just like, yeah, when is this gonna end? But they they're they started on the roof and now they're just going lower and lower and lower. I can imagine that's far worse than you know, because we get pissed when like the gardeners come by. I can imagine that's far worse. Yeah, like I can deal with, you know, the lawn mowing and stuff like that because like I'm from the south, so I'm used to that. Like that's nothing. But like when you hear like buzz saws and just random chaos and noise and yelling you're just like all right man like and then this there's no like a sign that says like oh we're working from this time to that time you just literally wake up to just saws (laughs) yes all right man (laughs) i guess i guess i guess i gotta be up now (laughs) yeah no right i'm cool on that uh man but uh welcome to the show man um yeah like 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 you said we finally got to touch touch base here um you know I'm, I'm glad to have you on do you mind giving a little bit about you know who you are and what you do yeah so uh starters my name is uh richard rembert i'm a photographer slash i don't know i just say creative um i started out in photography doing landscapes and architectural photography like uh back in what 2015 um so yeah so my love for photography started the around 2015 um i used to work in hotels uh i was a task force 
I was a food and beverage supervisor, but I did this program called Task Force. And pretty much what that entails is, um, say if somebody from a certain property, no matter where at, they, you know, go on vacation or get fired or, you know, sick leave for a very long time, like whatever, um, they'll send somebody to that property to, you know, hold it down while, you know, uh, whatever the situation is going on. Yeah. They will replace the, some, you know, the person or sometimes they'll try to recruit you to go to that property like full time. But so pretty much that's what I was doing. Um, I was traveling from Florida. I, this was in North Carolina. So I was traveling from like Florida to, you know, just various States. And um, yeah. So, you know, in doing that, I like to explore certain cities and towns wherever I go, like that's just how I am. And so I ended up just copying a, I got a camera. My first camera was a Canon T5i and uh, it's a rebel, one of the rebel series. And uh, yeah, like that's just how it happened. So I just started going around shooting and I was like, Oh damn, I'm actually pretty good at this. So (laughs) I started doing it um, in Charlotte, like at night you know, and just various times I never had time. And then I was like, you know what? I could probably, probably do this full time. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. No doubt, man. I'm actually going through your Instagram right now. I haven't, I have yet to check it out. It's uh, at rich point of view. Um, Really um, amazing work, dude. Really. Um, I'm checking out the architect, the architect stuff, the portraits, just all around is good work, man. Um, What drew you to like more architectural work? Um, so, wow, this is something I've, I don't think a lot of people know. Uh, when I was in high school, maybe, what grade was this? Maybe ninth, 10th grade, I took this design class, um, design classes, I'm sorry. And yeah, like we were in there like building like structures and stuff like via computer, um, doing like bridges, like handmade bridges and stuff like that. So like, um, I think it, I guess it kind of sparked from there because uh, quite as kept, I kind of wanted to be an architect when I was in high school, and then that changed for whatever reason. Then I wanted to do entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and then after that I was like, I don't, you know, like going through high school, I, I never was one of those types that was like, oh, I want to do this. It was always like something had to spark in me, you know, I had to be, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm. I had to be enthused about a situ- uh, a subject to be like, to really care about it. Gotcha. Those two. So, yeah. So like, I guess that, you know, taking those classes in high school, kind of like, Oh, I like, you know, architecture. So wherever I go, like, no matter what city, like I'm looking for like the dope buildings. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah that's, that's dope, man. Um, and I'm the same way too. Um, I I have never been the the person to um, find one subject and be like, okay, I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life. Uh, photography was something that I I ran into, um, and I'm somehow still here. <laughs> and then uh, kind of everything around it, since taking on creative entrepreneurship, kind of uh, I, I I actually started to like like so. I've been interested in like real estate, been interested in, you know, just other stuff along the way that I've all of a sudden felt a a passion to learn. So, yeah, I guess entrepreneurship was the start of, um, you know, me liking other stuff because it teaches you how to, you know, self-research 
it taught me a lot about myself too. So, uh, that's funny. That's funny that you uh, say real estate because, um, you know, I'm kind of like, I want that's something I want to get into as well, but I feel like, um, the spark from that, obviously, you know, entrepreneurship, but the, another spark for that is like, I've done, um, interior like work as far as photography goes. And it's like, I like that type of stuff too. You know, like the set, like doing the setup and making sure everything is placed correctly because we're trying to get this money shot. So you could try to sell either this property or it could go for food or even product photography. It's like, it's a whole lot different than doing the architecture, just like the exterior of it. Like, you know, you're walking around the city and capture something. It's like, it's way different than sitting there trying to get this one singular shot of this view because you're like, yo, we're trying to, you know, get some money off of this. We got, we need the best shot from it. <laughs> yeah. So many different angles. But then when you get that one angle, you're just like, ah, like it's just something about it. <laughs> true, true. And I guess with, uh, with, with architect type work, I guess you're more focused on like the, the creative, right? The expression part of it compared yes. to people. People don't know, like it's actually, uh, I don't know if they do, but there's a huge difference when you're like shooting for, for like money and you're shooting for like creative expression. That's something I've learned a lot too with, with shooting product. Um, I I care the same equally, but I feel like I don't really um, get to express myself as much as I used to, and um, it, it's okay. But because uh, I, I love the client work I do, but yeah, there's actually a huge difference. That's funny that you bring that up because I was having this conversation yesterday uh, with someone about how, as creators, we're always put in that position as to damn, am I creating what I want, what I want to do? Or am I creating just for the money? Yeah. You know? And it's just like, you get caught up in this capitalist society where it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like I do, I, re- I guess I got to do this job because I need to eat. But then it's like, do I really want to do this job? That's right. funny. It's like, I don't do weddings. I don't do events. And that's just personal, personal preference because um, obviously, you know, it's good money, especially in weddings. But me personally, um, I just don't have the energy to sit there and do that for X amount of hours a day. Yeah, I understand. That, um, if I do mess up, this bride is going to be very unhappy. <laughs> so like, and I just don't want that. Pre- I just, when I'm creating, I don't want that type of pressure. Like it's different. Like when you're doing like fashion and portrait work, because it's like, you get to interact with the model and, you know, like y'all can build a report like on one-on-one like, Hey, like, you know, and play some music, da-da-da-da. like it's various things you can do to like, say if a model is not comfortable, like modeling or she doesn't know how to do certain things. Like you can just like coach her through it and, you know, um, play some music, loosen her up. Uh, what right. the is just like, you probably, you, you, you damn near only got like one shot. Yeah. Honestly, certain things is just like <laughs> you need a team as well. And that's another thing, like, that's a whole thing in itself. So it's just like, I don't want that pressure. And then with event photography, I don't go to events to, like, work. I'm trying to, like, if I'm going to a show to, like, see somebody, I'm paying my money to go see that person. Yeah. I don't yeah. really want to sit there with the camera and be shooting that stuff. Because, yeah, it's cool, like, whatever, we're shooting celebrities, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I'm not getting rich off of that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I see too many people that's like, yo, I'm a concert photographer. And I'm like, cool, man. Like, 
good thing. Like, do you? <laughs> yeah, good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I, I, I don't care, man. Because <laughs> I look at, I look at, I look at, uh, like sometimes photographers like we're in a parallel we're like rappers yeah i definitely agree i always say that to myself like damn this is a lot like the like, like the music industry sometimes yeah, like, that way. yeah we're getting we're 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 the ones that's doing the most work but we're getting the least in return damn why did we enjoy doing this shit then <laughs> <laughs> i'm still trying to figure that out oh my god i'm still trying to figure it out sometimes and i love it but it's just like there has to be I don't, I don't mean, I'm sure all creatives, like, we all know, like, they try to lowball you, especially companies, like, but think about it. You do a, you do a campaign shoot for, let's say, whatever company. You, they try to give you five, ten thousand 10000 for your imagery. Yeah. And, and that's the dangling of the carrot. That's like, and... <laughs> You know, like for real. No, nah, I know. I've I've been through this exact situation. You sit there and give you that five ten k. You're like, oh man, it's a lot of money for doing, aka what you love. But then you know you do that, and they're making millions off of that. And you're like, why the fuck do I not get any back end from that if I'm helping, if I'm part of the marketing budget? You know what I mean? Like, right. If my image is selling is is being presented to people in order to buy. Why do not? Why don't I get a percentage off of that? Right, exactly, and they're they're gonna make that amount that same night. You know, when they release those ads, they're gonna they make that in ten seconds, man. By the time yeah. that shit go up, we're <laughs> <laughs> sitting there like, oh man, but I got this five ten Gs though. I'm good. I'm yeah, I'm like, good. Oh. Yeah, man. I know that's that's a situation I I think in my head too, and I'm like, okay, well maybe I'll get someone that's that's gonna pay my you know my actual worth what I know, but man. I don't know. I mean, in even like not even if like we're speaking ten thousand, I've had been in that situation, something like you know, of like the higher amounts. But even then, though, it's just not enough. But try a budget on like twelve hundred. Like I've I've been somewhere around there, and like the person went on to make like tens and thousands, and you know, it's like it's that, and people have such a high, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A high expectation of us, you know, and like that part too because sometimes things take teams sometimes things take even more money maybe um so yeah it's 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 all over the place yeah they want you to have like a whole um camera department in your apartment <laughs> like yo fam like i i got three things like i can't like what you're asking for requires three cameras multiple people, multiple lights, and you're sitting there like, yo, but I'll give you 500. And you're like, all right, man, I, 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 I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. I have been through that exact thing. They give me like a little budget and then they send me out there, hey, hire this person, hire that person, get you know, get a video guy. And I'm like, dude, you, you only gave me a couple hundred bucks. What do you want me to do with this shit? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then they still want you to, and then they want to do the, they, they're not going to pay you until whenever and it's just so much that goes on where it's like, yeah, we as creatives sit there and be like, okay, this has to change because we do so much of the groundwork, but yet these companies, you know, are still lowballing us. Like we're just like at the bottom of the totem pole as far as creatives go. And it's kind of, it's like, when do we become more business minded? I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to, yeah, I'll shoot this, but I need a percentage off of what you make off of it. It could be a small percentage. It could be 1%, 2%, 3%. Yeah. 
3%, but like I still need to get something if I'm, if I'm um, creating what's, if I'm creating the buzz about what's being um, bought, like I, I just got to have some more conversation than that. Yeah. That money. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know, I've been thinking about this for a long time because what one of my, uh, one of my goals as well on, you know, not with just this podcast, but the whole business model is to, you know, help creatives have a better business sense. Um, and even in doing that, um, which sometimes I see people taking the advice, you know, like having the, you know, having the thing set up right and knowing your value. But aside from that, though, like, what else do you think it is? Is it, is it people like charging too little and all of a sudden, like, I have no idea. I've been pondering this for a long ass time. It's definitely a, um, I, I, I do think one of those uh, key points is um, pricing. I've seen, and I'm sure you've experienced this. Somebody wanted to uh, book you and then you tell them your rate and they're like, oh, that's a little too out of my budget. I know so-and-so who can do it for $50. And you're just like, damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, I, you know, go ahead, man. Like, I'm not even about to compete with that because it's like, if you're looking at it, if if you look at my work and you sit there and try to compare it to somebody who shoots for $50, just go over there because you're not even, you're not even valuing what I do. You're just looking at it from a money standpoint where it's just like, you're just trying to get the less, you know, the, the least, you're trying to spend the least amount to get what you're trying to do. And it's just like, whatever. So I think pricing is definitely one because especially starting out, people sit there and try to do stuff for, and yeah, I've done plenty of free work, but it has to be mutually beneficial. Yeah. As as like, you know, with models, cause then more models will sit there and book with you and, you know, you can do your own creative projects. So that helps. But like, um, like I remember I did an event where it was like a whole bunch of celebrities. This is the only event I shot in New York and they, they paid me $50 an hour. It was four hours, but I literally shot like 1800 shots. And I was just Damn. like, what the hell? Damn, man. You know what I mean? I was just like, uh, don't feel right. Definitely don't. That's yeah. a lot of work. That's a lot of work. And then they wanted to shit by next day. Oh, hell no. You guys are crazy. That's what <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, after that, I was like, yeah, I ain't doing events no more. Because I was just like, I, I didn't feel good about it. I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you have to feel, you know, you have to feel like you're valued. You have to feel like your time is worth it at the end of the day. You know, so I do understand that. Um, let's talk a little bit. You mentioned about, like, your, your travels. Um, so talk a little bit about that. Like, what type of environments are you in? And and uh, what cities inspired you, maybe? Um, the, wow, uh, the most memorable, I would say, is probably, like, so I used to go to Puerto Rico a lot. I have some friends over there. That was, like, that was, like, my first, like, outside of that in Jamaica, those are, like, my, my two where I'm half Jamaican, so I have family over there as well. But those two like the island vibes, like you don't get that anywhere in the U.S. Right. You no, know, and it's just like, for me, I like how, um, I don't know, I can't, I can't really explain it. It's just a different way of life over there. Like everybody's much more chill, peaceful, like. Right. With their, and it could be a good or bad thing, but like this is what they're used to. Um, but like there's a way of living where it's like, I'm not sitting here trying to, you know, because us as Americans, we're capitalists by nature. So it's like, 
you know, we're trying to sit there and try to figure out how much money we can get in a day. Over there, they're just like, yo, I'm just trying to eat, relax, see the fam, chill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just a different way of, uh, of living because, like, you know, they're not sit there taught at five years old. We have to know what we want to be by 18. Yeah, we got <laughs> yeah, to hustle right away. Honestly. Right away. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it's so weird how, uh, like, it, it just is. When you, when you sit there and visit other places, even when I went to Dubai, like, yeah, that's a relatively rich area. But, like, everybody just plays their role and they're just chill. They're happy. They're relaxing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I saw, obviously, I don't know what goes on in the back end. Just oh. saying from what I saw, but it just it was a peaceful time over there. Yeah, you know. Um, so like places like I found, I found a lot of places outside of the U.S. inspire me and just keep me like <clears throat> grounded, and they allow me to. Um, I don't know. Like I just venture out wherever. Um, like I, I remember when I went to Antigua maybe last year, a year before that, um, I was out there for four or five days and just riding around chilling. And like, it's a relatively poor area by the um, resorts. And so what I did, cause I'm an explorer and I'm just like, well, I'm from the hood. So I'm sure, you know, I can kind of talk to these people. I went around with a, a four wheeler, <laughs> gave this dude some money and was like, yo, just like, let me, is it cool if I just, you know, walk around with my camera. This is mad dangerous, by the way. I wouldn't have recommend this to a lot of people, but, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I was just like, yo, because I didn't want to be intrusive and just like, you know, how, you know how explorers are. Like, we sit there and be like, oh, like, ain't nobody going to bother me. I'm American. Nah, you got to pay respect because, like, yeah. everybody, once you, out of America, everybody knows you're American. If, you know, like, they'll spot you and be like, oh, you American. Right. So you got to give no respect to other people. So, like, I, I give people money. Like, I'll sit there and have, like, um, this taxi driver. He was, like, driving me around into these various areas that I shouldn't have been in. But, you know, I gave that respect. So it was given back to me. And, like, they just showed me a dope time over there. So, like, I just like doing stuff like that as far as, like, when I go out and travel and I have my camera with me. Right, like, yeah. Um, always befriend a taxi driver or somebody that's um that's well known or or in that area and then you know you gotta do what you gotta yeah you gotta do what you gotta do after that so just so you you can stay protected and just so um you know whenever you are out with your camera nobody's looking at you like you're trying to expose them or oh yeah makes sense makes sense yeah do those type of things it's just like no nah, i just want to like experience your culture i'm just trying to be where the real stuff happens because i hate resort areas um they give you a false sense of what the city is like <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so that's that's me how about you how like what do you do when you go out and travel with your camera Damn, I mean, I haven't been anything. Like, I mean, I haven't been out the country, if you're being honest. But um, yeah, I don't have anything like that. <laughs> I can't top that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, but um, I mean, you know, I have traveled around the states. That's for sure. I have I have yet to visit uh, New York and stuff like that. But um, I mean, when when I would travel, it would be usually for like you know, I would go out for a shoot or something like that, and that you know, in that nature, you know, I would just kind of like explore, you know, what the city is about, and you know, experience different climates. So, I mean, like, that's kind of like my thought process when I'm out there, but, you know, mainly it, it is for work, but it's a good little vacation whenever I do get out, you know, it's just like, it's, it's in the States. So, 
it's basically the same shit, just in a new climate. So, so it's nothing true. Too- but I mean, so a lot of like I remember I went to Sacramento, and that was probably the worst part of my West Coast trip. No disrespect Damn. to any Sacramento people, but uh, it's boring out there, man. Oh yeah, I know. Sacramento is bland. I was out there with my camera, and I was walking around maybe like an hour, hour and a half. Probably took five shots. I was like, yeah, this place is. It, it was nothing. I don't know. I can't. I can't put, pinpoint it. It was just like, oh, this is boring. <laughs> yeah, it just is. Yeah, there's nothing there that gives it life. I know. I've been Sacramento is really bland. Just the energy is low too. It feels like it's just. I don't know. I know. Well, yeah, like I remember checking into the hotel and I asked the guy. I was like, that's another thing I always do. I'm like, hey, what should I see while I'm here? And dude was like, you might as well just stay in the room. Damn. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like he dead ass told me, and I was like, oh, maybe he's just like giving me a hard time. Yeah, and I was like, and then I was bored in the room, so I was like, let me go find out for myself. And I was like, yo, he was not lying. Like, it is nothing around there. And I was walking up like blocks, and I was just like, I got to a county jail, and I, <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, this ain't it. This ain't yeah, it. yeah, that ain't it. That ain't it. I will say though that um, that, like San Jose and uh, San Francisco, like that area is pretty pretty cool. I definitely like the like up north near the, like like the forests and all that type of climate. So that, I mean, that's pretty nice, but you see, yeah, Sacramento is not, eh, it's, it's not, it's no good. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I went through, I went through uh, San Francisco and Oakland and um, yeah, I was doing like the same thing I do everywhere else. I'd sit there and just explore. Sac- yeah. uh, San Francisco, pretty dope. I just saw like a whole bunch of like, it's crazy how that city is so clean, but then like you see some of the most homeless people you've ever seen in your life. And you're just like, wow. Right. And then Oakland, Oakland is Oakland. Dope vibe. So much graffiti out there. Like I was just like, I was in awe of that. Cause I was like, Oh man, this is dope. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty dope out there. Like what have you ever, um, what, like what's your point in traveling? I guess I'm trying to say like, is it for work? Is it just for fun? You said the point of traveling? Yeah, like like when you're out there and you take your camera, is it like for fun or you out there, you know, for some type of work or um both. It's honestly like when it comes to nature, architecture stuff, I shoot what I want. Mm-hmm. And then like if I feel like this is National Geographic worthy, I'll send that to them. Cause I, at the end of the day, like, I think that's like my dream job of like, I want to be a photographer for National Geographic. That would be really tight. That'd be dope. Yeah. And I know like, it's weird because there's, I know so many people, like so many people inside of that um, world from various positions. It's like, it's bound to happen. It's just like, when, cause they want you to have like a, a journalism background and all that other stuff. I've talked to, mad people about it but that's like my dream job so i go in there shooting like i'm shooting for like i feel like i'm already shooting for them right i approach certain things outside of that with like portraits and fashion work um i i used to uh i used to do work with two agencies out here in new york but then like i kind of stopped that for a while because Another thing that I've noticed is 
and I'm not sure if you've experienced this, but like some models, like they'll get the big success and then they won't, they'll just try to keep you for themselves. Like they don't want you to like venture off. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, I can't, I can't keep like, I have to <laughs> spread my wings. Like you're spreading your wings. And it's like, that's, you get in those weird situations, but um, yeah, mostly when I'm traveling, like I travel just like obviously to relax, but like I'm going somewhere where I know I can walk around my camera for a very long time and shoot just like beautiful landscapes or yeah. so, um, buildings, things of that nature. I, I don't, I haven't, oh, obviously street photography too. That's like, I love that too, especially in New York City. Like I can literally walk outside stand on any corner and I can get, you know, 10 to 12 different images. Right. right. Yeah. Like, I love how, the city. How has, how has like NYC been for you? Like creatively anyway, has it been something like you've never experienced? Like, how is it? Um, I would say, yeah, because like, like I said, like 2015 is when I like picked up a camera and tried to like, oh, okay, I can do this. And then like literally 2016, I moved to New York so like i experienced so much different things i was uh doing work at i was freelancing at viacom for a while um doing some um some stuff over there i was uh doing pa work at various um studios around here yeah Um, yeah so like it's like it's it definitely introduced me to a lot um you meet a lot of cool people who are doing really cool stuff um there's a lot of like collaborative ideas like i um me and me and a friend of mine justine we started a color series project which is a project um it's a fashion slash portrait uh project where we explore the different emotions that colors have with each other so like if somebody's wearing like a blue and they got a red it means something so Mm -hmm. um we shot that last year we're shooting the second part of that uh, the next part of that this year actually uh maybe late july early august mm-hmm. we'll be shooting that but like yeah like new york city's been cool there's obviously like the price of rent <laughs> insane so it's hard to like oh it's yeah it's it's a lot harder than other places to like oh like um quit your day job and just do this full time. Yeah. Here, like people be preaching that and they capping, man. <laughs> I know. I already know, man. It's yeah. They capping for the, the internet. I, I get it. Yeah. I get it, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hassle. And um, I have lived in Arizona really, really cheap. I could have done photography full time out there, but yeah, I mean, I would never be able to do that in LA. Never. That that's just. I mean, I could, but not at the moment. Let me say that. Let me not say never. I could, just not at the moment. It, the cost of everything is just really high. Um, and I like the area I'm in. I don't want to move to like you know somewhere that's like I have to, you know, watch watch my ass all the time. So uh, at, to live in a decent spot out here, it's it's pretty it's pretty pricey. So um, one thing at a time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And for those people who out there are like oh, you shouldn't tell people that. It's like, no, like, let's be reasonable. Depending on where you live, yeah, you can do certain things like that. If you live in a major city and you know you're bad with your money, you don't know how to budget, and you have X amount of bills, you should probably keep a a day job while you're 
doing your creative endeavors. Like it's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, just just be smart. I don't know why people think that when you quit everything that you're gonna have some superpower to just be so, <laughs> so motivated to just you know go insane and just yeah, because they they think like since it's 2019 they figured that out like before <laughs> anybody else like yo it's a superpower. So like if you quit your day job and just like put like 10 hours into your regular stuff into your creative stuff. Like everything just happens. It's like nah, nah. It really doesn't. You'll be broke. Yeah, you'll, you'll be broke. I mean, you'll, you'll you'll still be saying that you're you're not because of you know a law of attraction and affirmations, but you'll still be broke. You hey man, I, I love all that. Just like the next person, but we we got to be real with ourselves. I, I hate how we sit there and try to sue, uh, um, yeah, like words have power. Like, yeah, they do. But like, you definitely got to put your work in. You got to have some type of love. Like there's various things that go into it. Like don't just sit there and and tell people. Yeah, that you just can say shit. And can- <laughs> <laughs> so, like every time, like I had a, not to go off subject, but um, since we're on this topic, I had a friend, I hope she doesn't hear this. Um, I had a friend who, who was a uh, life coach and it's like she was telling people to do xyz but like the whole time she was broke as hell like i know her so it was like you know like you know how people so like people are campaigning and they're putting their ads up and stuff and you're just sitting there reading it you're like yo you were just broke like you just hit my phone for like money how are you giving other people advice i'm like oh man the scam (laughs) (laughs) the scam Damn, man. yeah it's it's bad man everybody trying to get a dog that's why i say it goes back to creativity versus uh capitalism it's like where do you draw the line yeah man it's it's something we've been trying to figure out for years and i don't know man i don't know (laughs) i guess we'll figure that out soon hopefully um but yeah man you 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 have to find you have to have some type of foundation of course um i I just can't believe you know that the people could be so naive when it comes to that type of stuff you know a a little bit about like your website since i'm still kind of like scrolling through your stuff here um Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, man, real dope stuff. I see. I have fine art prints and all that, which is really cool. Um, so, what's like your what's your goal at this website? I remember you telling me like not too long ago that your plan is to be like somewhat of a resource. Uh, talk a little about what this is about. Yeah. So my uh, website, richpointofview.com, um, is pretty much a it's a all in one website. That's the best way I can describe it. Um, so on there, you will be able to book consultations to speak with me about, you know, a lot of people, what I've come, what I've ran into and like in my DMs and stuff is like, you know, there are other photographers out there and they're like, yo, like, how do I get my work out there? How do I get X, Y, Z to happen? How do I get traffic to my website? Um, and so I sit there and tell them like, Hey, like, do you do your SEO stuff? Like, do you know about SEO? Do you use outside of Twitter and Instagram? Do you use these various other sites to either find work or just get your stuff out there? What I use personally is Pinterest. Um, Pinterest has helped me tremendously since I, like I always use Pinterest for like mood boards, but um, Last year around October, I used Pinterest uh, as like a business tool. Like there's like a Pinterest business side to it. Um, oh, it's dope. Yeah. So ever since I discovered that, like stuff is just taken off. I bought this course that 
you can find in the marketing courses under photographer for photographers section. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so like um there's various things. So like yeah, book a consultation. I'm after this podcast ends, I'm going to finish up on the affiliate link. So like if you want to make money as a photographer or creative, you know, instead of like uh instead of um doing these random jobs, like you can help me sell my prints and you get like 30% off of that. My prints range from some, the lowest probably ranges from $40 to highest goes from like 2,500. So if you can sell one of those 2,500 ones, that's 30% for you. You only, all you got to do is promote it. You know I mean, use what you do to make yourself money. You can make yourself even more money um, just by doing that. Um, Damn, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I sell the photography prints and the fine art prints. That's something I got introduced to earlier this year because I was like, hey, like, I have all these items. I have all these, like, I literally have over 8,000 photos. Mm-hmm. Probably even more. But, like, there's, you know, you, you can tell, you can look at a photo and be like, yo, this is, like, this needs to be, like, somewhere. I have about 60 to 70 that I know off top that need to be somewhere, whether that be gallery, people's homes, wherever, a hotel, wherever. I have these photos. So I was like, okay, like, how do I monetize what I already do? Because I feel like as, you know, photographers, we're, you know, we're sometimes we're one track minded. Like we just think all we have to do is shoot and then we'll make money. But there's so many things outside of that where you can make money as well. Like, I use Lightroom, Photoshop, like I could come up with presets. People buy presets because a lot of people don't know. They think Lightroom and they think Lightroom is hard as far as like, you know, uh, color correction and stuff. Photoshop was obviously uh, photo manipulations. So that'll take a lot more deep dive stuff. But like if people right. have a starting point with a preset, they can figure it out on the way. So that's another thing I'm going to be adding to my, um, to my shop as well. Just probably have about three to four different presets. Uh, it can go from that can range that can be used for like portrait work or, um, nature or architecture, but like, there'll be like some black and whites. There'll be some colored ones, obviously, but like, you know, just thinking outside of the box of like, how can I use this? How can I do various things using this? Right. One? one skill that I have. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, that, that goes back to what we said earlier about how photography is a lot like the, you know, the music industry and you, like how artists use like merchandise They use, you know, they use, exactly. various, they use various things to collect all into one, you know, one entity. And that's something that we can do. Like for instance, I teach it. This is like another, this is another branch of, you know, how you can make money off photography. You can teach it. I'm doing a podcast. You know, some of these things are long game. So, they're going to take time for me to see any real return. But nonetheless, like this is just another part of it. You know, like you said, prints. So there's multiple things you could do except for just shooting. Because if you just try to shoot your way, it's, it's you can do it, but it's just going to take you. You're going to get burnt out. You're going to get burnt out. Yeah. You want to have other pieces of, you know, stuff that still from your work coming in that, you know, you can collect. And yes, yeah, that's a really, really good point. Yeah. Like for now, like I haven't taken on any, in the past three to four months, I haven't taken on any new clients. Everything I'm shooting lately is just for me. It's just like, like I'll go out and explore like all the stuff that you see on my, um, 
on my IG stories. Like I literally shot that within the last week or two. Mm-hmm. But like that's just for me. Like that was Yeah, it's dope. And yeah. you honestly gotta have that balance, right? Like you have to. Otherwise you just get burnt out. Well yeah, you you gotta recharge just like anything else. I mean it's it's harder to do in the nine to five settings, but like in any creative work, like a thing I think people get mixed up about photography is like they think you're supposed to shoot like literally every day <laughs> and you're just sitting there like, fam, like, uh, that's, that's, that's hard to do, you know, in the mental space, like, let me like give you my best creative foot forward. Like I got to take some time away. I have to. And, um, especially with the portraits and stuff like, you know, you can get, you can get a lot of work with that, especially in a city like this, like there's always like, uh, senior pictures and you know there's obviously a lot of people trying to break into the modeling industry but like people just sit there be like hey can we shoot da, 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 da? and you're just like yo can i just have a date to myself like i don't even want to think about the camera i don't want to think about the work yeah um, yeah so you know yeah. you just gotta give yourself some time to recharge and you know take as long as you need to like there's no like just because I stopped shooting three, four months ago doesn't mean I stopped being a photographer. Yeah, just take, you know I mean? <laughs> yeah, just take, a, take a break. You have to. I, I deal with that too. Um, you know, and sometimes clients will even get like frustrated or, you know, they'll think I'm taking too long. But dude, like I, there was one point, there was like a couple of months where I was, I was actually probably doing work like every day, if not every other day. And my creative like energy and the way I kind of put things together, I can run out of ideas. I can run tired, you know, and the vibes just can be off. I mean, that's just the way it goes. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's really good to have some type of balance. And um, it, just because I take some time off or I want to want to break doesn't mean that I'm not going to be working ever again. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I forgot. Somebody mentioned that on Twitter to us recently. I forgot who that was. But I feel like that was a conversation that, that, like, that we had not too long ago. And uh, that's actually where like I first followed you and stuff like that. Or I first uh, noticed your work. Um, but someone had mentioned, like, do you ever get tired of client work or something like that? And um, I was like, no, because I, I do enjoy it. So I don't know. I was just, that's just something, that was random. But, yeah, I just thought of that. Yeah, for me personally, I try to – now that I'm more established and I know um, how I want to, like, just navigate, I guess you can say. Because um, I just – yeah, I take breaks whenever. Like, I have to be inspired honestly like at this point like i'm not shooting just to shoot i will say that with models like with model stuff like it has to be like something i'm very interested in right because i mean i'm sure you see it like on ig like it's literally the same stuff over and over again and half of these women aren't models and half of these photographers aren't really photographers they just picked up the camera was like yo let me just do this (laughs) and it was just like all right man so yeah i have to be really inspired to like do certain things now and obviously like i'll because like now i'm just more focused on the business side of it like I've, I've i've seen what using my intellectual property can get me you see what i'm saying like i feel like once you once you start getting results from that you're like yo i'm gonna do things my way now like i'm not about to like obviously you're still in the system but like you like we were talking about there's so many different things to make money from your passion. Like you just don't have to snap a camera all the time. Like if for people out there who want to be in the industry, like learn about lighting, learn about retouching because 
once I get, you know, enough clients to where I'm doing more client work again, like I'm just going to start sending all my stuff to retouchers because at that point I won't really have any time to start editing portraits and fashions myself. Right. You get to a point where you need a retoucher, become one of those people. They make, they can make, you know, depending on, you know, your level of work, you can make 25 to $25 a photo just for editing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know, great. If you're doing batch stuff, you can get over $200. Like, think about that. Like if you're doing, if you're doing that four hours out of the day, you can make $800 just by retouching photos. But see, everybody wants to be behind the camera. And, right. Like, nah, man, like personally, if I had it my choice, like the only reason I was, I learned how to edit and stuff like that was cause yeah, I was broke. And plus like I started out doing, um, nature and landscape nature architecture and street photography so like i'll edit those stuff myself but like as far as portrait work and fashion i'd rather just send that to somebody else because i don't that'll leave me more time to create more Mm -hmm. you know a lot of people they think like these 20-year veteran photographer fashion photographers are editing themselves nah bro y'all harder than smarter like they're sitting there like yeah we have there's whole people who whose whole jobs are that yeah. we're just in the shooting part you figure the rest of that shit out <laughs> like, <laughs> you know like I don't trying to deal with the skin correction and you know blur this out nah fam say i'll pay for convenience because then i can create more you just send me back what i need i send it to the client boom if i trust you i know it's going to come back a1 mm-hmm. you know your track record speaks for itself yeah no doubt man no doubt i hear you and that's something that i'm trying to um I'm trying to get more into like studio work, um, especially since I shoot product and stuff like that. I really don't want to leave the house too much anymore. So, um, or at least not leave the house, but like, I don't want to leave an office. I want to do everything there and, you know, just, just get a lot of work, a lot more work done in one day. So my goal is to have like a studio for it and uh, probably tap into a little bit of like editorial work too. I really have been liking that a lot. Yeah. Um, and that's super creative. And that's something that I've been really, um, you know, itching to do some, some more creative work. So um, tapping into that type of stuff and yeah, just, just make it to where, just make it easier on myself because, you know, a lot of photographers will just go out there and will hustle, 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 you know, going from here, going there. I actually know a guy who he was telling me one morning he woke up at like five to drive somewhere an hour away only to then, you know, drive somewhere that was two hours away. And, you know, that's, that's a lot of hustling and it might not even be for that much, you know, in return. So just making things easier on myself is the goal. Yeah. Especially when you're a one person show. Yeah. Like a lot of us are like, you know, imagine, imagine sitting there having your camera bag filled with your camera, your lenses, your tripod, you know, X amount of things. That's a maybe your laptop, so you can edit, you know, right after you're finished. Like that's a lot of wear and tear on a person. Mm-hmm. Do that consecutively, and um, yeah, I've, trust me, I've done that. Especially here in this city, like <laughs> 2017 or 18, I shot so much stuff. So like, I, I did like three boroughs one day. Damn. Yeah, like, and if you know New York, for those who know, like, I, I went from Harlem to Coney Island, from Coney Island to Jamaica, Queens, and Jamaica, Queens, back to Midtown to go have some Japanese food and ended up back home in Harlem. That was my whole day. 
And I was like, I knocked out three shoots. Now that I look back on it, I'm like, yo, you're fucking insane. Like, for yeah, what? Insane, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That shit is crazy, man. Yeah, I definitely have done. I've done a lot of stuff like that. Like, and I was probably like nineteen at the time. Looking back at it, I'm like, damn, do you really wasted your time doing all this type of work? And uh, you only made a couple hundred, or only made like fifty. Eh, I don't know, man. So, yeah, honestly, and that brings up kind of like my point of you know making like a podcast or you know doing what I'm doing. Is it like back to the better business sense thing, right? Like businesses have systems. They're, exactly. They're, they don't hustle their ass off all, you know, it gets to a point where they can delegate and stuff like that. So like you saying, hiring a retoucher, you saying, hiring a lighting guy and all that stuff is system. Like we're, we have to, we have to operate as a business. Otherwise we're just going to tire out. So. Well, yeah, either you're going to tire out or you're just going to be like, yo, I hate this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, one day and be like, damn, why am, why am I not where I want to be? You know, we all have those thoughts and it's just like some, some people are going to keep going. Some people are going to quit. But you have to, like you said, you have to realize you have to treat yourself as a business. There has to be like, for now, like for now, when people are like, oh, how can I book a shoot? You have to go through the website. We're not about to talk about this in person through DMs. <laughs> you know, let's do it professionally. Like send me an email. We'll go from there because then I have a track record of it. Yep. You know, um, the same is like with the consultations now, like people will be like, yo, how do yo just book a consultation? Like like let's just do it professionally but like you're gonna stop we have to stop treating ourselves just like we have to start treating ourselves as businesses instead of just like starving artists in a way you know yeah, like, absolutely you, then you'll get treated like one absolutely. absolutely and nobody nobody wants to feel less than so it's like you know you just have to command more respect and just put systems in place to where yeah like i'm not gonna um i have no issue you know talking to whoever about photography but if it's like some in-depth stuff yo, just book a consultation like i'll knock off some dollars like but i just need you to uh be trained to this isn't just like you're not about to sit here and, and have total access to me whenever you want like no there's systems in place for exactly what you're trying to do yeah absolutely and and that, and that does go to like commanding respect right like we're we're artists and it's it's easy for someone to treat us like ah, he doesn't make money or she doesn't that make that much money so i could just come in here because that's the type of like mentality you have like we don't we don't approach millionaires we don't slide in their dms hey man well some some of y'all do because y'all are crazy but you know <laughs> we, we, we we don't approach these real estate dudes and all these dudes you know and really really doing something and like hey man like uh, no they have it set up look book, book a consultation or like buy this course buy all this information i'll help you out i'll take you on as a client we can learn this and we can learn the industry we have to approach that the same way otherwise we, we won't you know we won't get yeah, I had a, yeah like i had a i remember i had an argument with someone and um like I was telling them I was buying a course and they were like, yo, you can, I forgot what, I forgot. I, I'm sorry. I, I forgot how exactly it went, but I ended up okay. buying the course and some guy was telling me I, I wasted my money. He was like, yo, you should have just hit him up. And I was like, nah, bro. Like he put, he literally put together a whole course on what I needed to know. Why not just buy it instead of just wasting his time and getting some of the highlights. It's like, no, like, let me actually read this in depth and you know study it and whatever whatever but like people try to like cut corners all the time and that's how you can tell like who's going to be successful who's not going to be right like, if you don't want to learn if you don't want to sit there and seek out this information 
or if you don't want to pay for the information that exactly what you're looking for, then you're not cut out for whatever you're trying to do, whether that photography or, you know, um, just whatever other lane you're trying to get into. Like there's people out there who've put together, who've used their resources and their trial and errors and, you know, the information they've garnered, they've put together a course, just pay for it. Like stop trying to get deals, stop trying to, you know, do X, Y, Z, just pay for it, read it. If you don't like it, then maybe ask for your money back. But if you actually generally, you know, find something from it, like, I don't see what the issue is. Yeah, absolutely. It's saving, it's saving you time. It at the day, and you're paying for convenience. Yeah, exactly. You're paying for the, you're going to get all this information easy compared to like searching YouTube and Google for hours, which I know you're not going to do. So uh yeah i i do agree with that and plus like it is it's it's about how much you value you know like how much you value yourself and the time that you want to put into to do the work too so um yeah that's definitely underrated i mean you know people have their feelings about courses they think it's a scam and they'll they'll never listen so <laughs> i mean yeah i'm not yeah like i mean there's i'm sure there's some out there who are like repurposing products oh, for sure what they bought before, which is, you know, it's part of the hustle. Like everybody got to get their money. But, um, yeah, man, it's just like, we have to, uh, you don't sit there and get mad cause you're left behind when you didn't want to put in the work. Yeah. yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. I, I know we got a, a little bit off tangent in, in a good way though. These are all good yeah. topics. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but going a little bit, a little bit back to your website, um, we left off on, um, you know, just having multiple sources of, you know, like ways to get paid as a creative. Um, so uh, go a little bit more about like, you know, your idea, your, your goal to, you know, create this website and be like a, a resource and all that stuff. Yeah. So um, like I said, just like from various people hitting me up, I get so much traction on my website and I have random emails about like, how do I do this? Like I'm, I just picked up a camera or I've been doing this for five years and I don't know how to make any money. I don't, I, I hate what I'm doing. So, yeah, so, like, I put together certain things, like, there's, um, and this is all under the photographer, for photographers section of the website, which is, like, the last part. So, you'll be able to find, um, like, I have a, a guide on literally photography contracts, which are huge. You know, a lot of people don't know about that, but, like, um, just, you know, protecting you, yourself, the model, like, all that. Everybody's protected. Use photography contracts. Right. Not a hassle. You can go on HoneyBook. I have a link there. I have literally three separate links on there where you can get 20% off. Use that at your disposal because, you know, you'll be protected at the end of the day, whether it be copyright issues or just any other issues. Like you have a signature, you're good to go. Um, there's a SEO image optimization guide on there where it talks about literally how to optimize images for SEO purposes, because we as creatives and uh, photographers, especially like we see a work, we see, uh, we see a shot and we're like, Oh, I love this. Let me throw this up without doing the stuff on the back end that can bring us, you know, way more traffic than that, that initial thing we did. So I have a guide on there. I'll also have a tools and resources guide where um, it'll have various courses and marketing tools that I've used personally um, to leverage my brand online. And then there'll be some free stuff on there. Then there'll be other services, but like, that's another good tool to have. Um, yeah. I'm just going to keep adding to that just because 
Yeah, like I, it's free information. I don't think a lot of people uh, know about it, but it's like as a community, we can help each other out. Mm-hmm. So we um, will stop just being at the totem pole of creatives. Like, you know, like at the end of the day, yeah, like my, my shop, my website, it, it used to just be, you know, a portfolio and yeah, you can book photo shoots from there. But then I was like, I have so much more to say and do there's you know there's different audiences that come to my website so like i have my blog which i blog about just like various things on there photography related there might be some tips in there just there just might be like some inspiration on there um then i have obviously my portfolio so if you want to book me you can see all that then i have like the business side of it which is a for photographers section um catered just for photographers or any other creatives like bloggers can use it like you can use that seo um, image optimization guide if you post online and post pictures and stuff um but yeah there's something on there for everyone where you know like i said i just want to make it a one-stop shop to where if you have a question about something or if you just want to see some cool stuff there's something on there for everyone that sounds great, man. That's really dope. That that is um a pretty good like it's honestly really good that you're doing that because I don't see too many creatives like hopping into that and like, you know, putting the ways that they've done it and stuff like that. So that's really useful. That is um a, a more of a, a a goal for me as well, just like with this, you know, with this podcast that, you know, everybody is a resource here. Um, I'm going to be doing some more stuff too, just putting up like different, like, you know, various courses and various guides, some free, some paid, but um, yeah, this is good stuff to hear, man. So how'd you, um, so what made you get into the podcast lane? Uh, what made me get into the podcast lane is that like, I would listen to, well, first of all, I didn't really see a huge uh, creative podcast that I really um, liked maybe besides creative live, I think they have a podcast, but aside from that, like there wasn't too many that were interesting, at least to me that weren't like, they weren't young, they weren't youthful. They didn't have, they didn't have like, you know, a lot of the modern stuff, you know, that's going on today. So that's what kind of inspired me to create a podcast is to get various creatives on here and share what they know. So, you know, we can have resources and we can have uh, ideas and perspectives. So that was the goal for me with podcasting. Um, and just kind of like the business as a whole uh, with just like creative assist, just to assist each other in our creative entities. So, um, you know, I have one course up now is how to start and grow your photography business, which is at a basic level. It's about, um, it's about like just positioning yourself uh, without worrying about uh, gaining the mass attention, right? Like, a lot of photographers will shoot, will shoot, and will shoot just to gain a lot of followers and then to do the business. Well, I'm the other way around since I'm an opportunist, so I teach you how to create opportunity on your own, you know, um, and how to get clients on your own um, using your own voice, your own work, uh, and some better marketing strategies. So, yeah, that, like that's just that's really the, really the goal for me. It's just because I I seen like a place where, you know, us is like not even just black and brown creators, but that's my goal too, is to embrace us. But, you know, aside from that, just to embrace us in general, because yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff that's, that I feel is missing. You know, I totally agree with that. That's funny that you uh, say that. Cause I'm kind of, I feel like I'm kind of on the same mission without, you know, knowing it. It's just like, it's just growing into that, but it's, it's, it's one of those things that I'm trying to take on as well. Like for the creatives, it's like, when do we sit there and put it into like, looking for validation from these big companies 
Right. We can make money on our own. Absolutely. Like let's become those type of people. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, look at, look at Shopify stores, man. Like look at, look what e-commerce is doing, you know, like. E-commerce has has changed the landscape. Mm -hmm. Like if you can, if you can, and especially for photographers, if you can sit there and market a product and just take the product photography shots of it and, you know, know your stuff about SEO and, um, marketing and and all this various other things that go into it like you could become a millionaire oh absolutely <laughs> <laughs> or at least at least a thousandaire and just at least knock out all your debt like yeah it's yeah. it's very very possible at least man i mean that's that's my goal right now that's 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 the lane i'm in so i'm i'm working towards that and just getting better on you know like seo i have done a lot of a lot of research on that so it's it's coming man but definitely e-commerce has, has changed the the lane it just like it also opened up our eyes to just seeing that what we can I don't want to, this is going to sound horrible, but we'll see what we can repurpose and see what we can use just to, just to hustle, but turn it into a whole business, you know? Yeah, no, that's, that's very true because it's been done to us plenty of times before. Yeah. And we didn't think we can be on the other end of it. Well, I mean, yeah, because like we used to bootleg DVDs and stuff, but like, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? But like on a major scale, like especially in this, in this internet business, it's like, yo, it's like a free for all. Yeah, Whether man. you can, you know, have something up for five days or five years or five, you know, whatever. Like, if you sit there and put the energy and time into it, like, it can happen. You can repurpose whatever and have it go from there. Yeah, man. Yeah, no doubt. So it's so crazy, man. I mean, what what a time to be alive, right? Like this internet shit is <laughs> something else. Yeah, uh, like a little lot. Um, not the veer off like it it is pertain to this like my little brother is putting together a um he's about to be 21 this month um he does music like he he taught himself how to record how to engineer all that stuff that's what i love about this generation they're like fuck it like we're just gonna figure it out ourselves absolutely (laughs) like this like his own like netflix in a way like where it's all original content on this one platform that he's building and i'm just like what the fuck (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like, damn. Man is building his own platform, man. <laughs> Already. No, like I don't I don't I don't need y'all. <laughs> you know, and like yeah. I feel like if you can learn if you know that at a young age, we should be able to do that in our mid twenties, late twenties, early thirties. Like we don't need none of this. Like find a void and fix it. Yeah. Or at least try to compete in it. Because yeah. if you're good enough, they're gonna try to buy you out. And then that's up to you if you want to do that or not. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I read this quote. I remember reading this quote where they said how to be successful in startup lives. And they were just like, yo, like find, find a void, fix it and try to get bought out. This is how you do it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I remember I saw um, off topic, but I remember I saw the dollar shave club get bought out by Gillette or one of those major razor companies by for um like 2.8 billion dollars and i was just like damn, damn. i said dang <laughs> and all they was doing was a dollar a day razors like that's literally it but they got bought out by one of the major razor brand companies for like a couple billion damn that's a tr- i mean when you, when you start to become competition or start to become like a threat or you know start to gain some type of traction yeah they they will try so that's a trip. 
I'd have sold quick as hell. I'd have went, huh? Yeah. yeah huh? Good, take this, take this, bro. Yeah, yeah, run me that. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So that's what I, yeah, I want to do something like that in a photography way. Like, we got to come up with, like, a new camera system or something. Because I'm tired of it. Like, it's only, like, three couple major competitors. You got Sony, Canon, hey, yeah, yeah. Nikon. And you know, obviously the other ones, Hasselbrand and stuff. But like, we got to do something like that where it's like, yeah, we have to come up with that. Yeah, dude, it's crazy because um, in the in the very beginning of me starting everything, um, that was one of my like, that was one of my passing thoughts. Like, damn, like, what if we can create our own camera company? Like, how would that look like? And I started to research, uh, you know, how much it exactly costs to make a camera. Now there isn't a clear answer. There actually, I tried to Google it. There's there's an idea. I went through so many Reddit pages, so many YouTube, you know, videos, and um, they haven't really given me a clear answer. People are like making up, well, it could be anywhere from like 500 to 1200, uh, but there's not like a clear number. I don't know why, but um, yeah, I was just looking into it, and yeah, I was like, well, how come there's only a couple of competitors? Like, there, there could be, there could be more. So yeah, and we can really have our own. That. That's, some, that's something me and you might have to like really dive into like whether it be a camera brand or like a new lighting situation something you know where it's just like because i feel like a lot of these they're dinosaurs in a way like and no disrespect like i love them but there's only three or four major competitors <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah. why can't we have like new cameras that do xyz for you know whatever like I, I guess that'll be cell phones but there has to be something different it has to be it has to be now, now you got me got me thinking like damn what else can we do yeah this is this, this so much stuff we have yet to tap into that's the funny part like and that's why like oh man this can go on and on but yeah We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll have to we'll have to figure that out <laughs> yeah yeah we'll we'll dev out we're going to hold each other to that because <laughs> You sparked that. I just thought about that. I was like, damn. As I'm talking about it, I was like, hold on. Why haven't I even thought about that before? I was like, just come up with a new camera. <laughs> yeah, no, right? Let's do it. No, yeah, but really, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Shit. <laughs> you got to do my Googles. Right? Hit the Googles. No, but um, yeah, man. I mean, what a great conversation. And honestly, man, we, we can go on and on about these topics, man. Like, really. Oh, sure, for so, sure. But it has been a has been a really good really good time talking to you, man. You really got some things firing in my head. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go straight to work on a Sunday. After all this, I know you have a lot of work to do on a Sunday. Yeah, I try to take advantage of these uh, random off days that I have. So this is one of those. Uh, I usually have Sundays off. Like this is one where I'm like really gonna lock in and just put the phone away and just knock out some work. There, there you go, man. There you go. Same here, man. So. Yeah, once again, really good talking to you, man. And glad that you got a chance to come on the show. Hey, thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, it's a pleasure, man. Can't wait to hear it and listen to the other uh, episodes you'll have coming up. Absolutely, brother. No doubt. Um, where can the people find you on social, websites, whatever it may be? Yeah, so on Twitter, uh, my main Twitter is uh, Rich R, with two underscores after that. I need to change that, but whatever. Um, <laughs> my, um, my Instagram is Rich Point of View. My website is www.richpointofview.com. And yeah, just give me a holler. Send me emails or DMs. Like I'm open. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm an open book. You can ask me whatever to a certain point. Then I'll 
you know, send you over to the site if it's more detailed stuff. But yeah, like that's where you can find me on those three platforms. Dope, man. Sounds great. Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely catch up soon. Uh, for sure. You have a good one. All right, likewise. Take care. All right, guys, and that'll wrap up yet again another episode of the Creative Assist Podcast. Once again, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Oh, man, I really do, man. It's coming on the 10th episode, so I'm really excited about that. So for all you loyal listeners, I really do appreciate you, for real. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if you found some value in this episode, feel free to leave some feedback. Hit us up on Twitter, you know, on Instagram. And, uh, you know, feel free. All feedback is welcome. What can I improve on? What did you like about the episode? What didn't you like? Um, and yeah, I'll be happy to get back to you. Okay. So I will see you next week for yet again, another episode. Take care.